Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, the man, the myth, Ken Hester. What's up? <laughs> What's happening, Ken? Oh, it feels good. Doesn't it? Feels Isn't this a great time of year? It's the perfect time of year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but the time of the recording in North Carolina, this is my favorite, favorite time of year by far. It's like, it's it's not too cold Mm-mm. where you need like the extra jacket, but it's no. cold enough where a good sweatshirt yeah, feels sleeves, amazing. Long sleeves, Yep. Windows open at night. You can maybe even wear shorts during the day if you wanted to. Right. Uh, that's awesome. Yep. So wherever you're listening to this from, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? It's like 80 degrees all year where I live. Well, that's great for you. It's not for us. Or maybe it's snowing already. I think I, think I saw that we had some snow around the country in the last little bit too. So that's starting to come and some yeah. snow's falling. I think the mountains. The mountains, mountains are getting Yeah, snow. North Carolina's getting cold. So, hey, it's a great time it's of year. It's a win-win. It's a great time of year. Fall. I was talking to my daughter. She was like, I love this time of year. We have NFL, football, college football, <laughs> hockey, right. all at the same time. I'm and, like, I know. And for those of you baseball fans, it's World Series. Yeah, no, Even no, if no. you're not a baseball fan, like, I'll watch the World Series because yep. it's like, yep. it doesn't take forever. That's There's right. There's not 180,000 games. That's right. right. So, so all that say, it's a great time of year, and we are so grateful for you listening to this podcast. We really do... Really do appreciate uh, when people uh, subscribe to it, share mm-hmm. it, like it, comment on it, rate it. Uh, it really does mean a lot to us that we got some great people that that listen. And yeah. hopefully we're making a difference. Yeah. I hope so. At least a little bit. Yeah. Again, our goal <laughs> is one big thought, something yep. practical, something encouraging, something easy takeaway that you can apply yep. uh, in your everyday life in ministry. And so thank you for all you ministry leaders. And, and even if you're not in ministry, maybe this is helping you in your spiritual life, your spiritual walk, your regular everyday uh, conversations with people. But this is designed for ministry leaders. Because we want you to feel like you're not yep. alone. We yep. want you to feel like, all right, we're, we're doing this together. Yeah. We've got a good resource to have great conversation. And uh, and we're always here for you. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, you know, our, our contact information is in the show notes. Um, you know, a lot of people are Instagram. We, 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 we default to Instagram. So the A-H George. That's right. A-H George. That's the and, one. Uh, and K-D Hester. That's it. Are our uh, Instagram handles. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you in any way we can. And uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's, it's fun. Yep. And you hit it right in the head. You know, the last uh, couple of episodes, we talked about being overwhelmed because of um, not just what we're going on, what's going on in the country, but I think I told you just before, I was overwhelmed before. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I was overwhelmed before COVID hit or just magnified you know, it. politics or whatever you want to fill yep. it with. And so uh, it's just, it's just increased a little bit. So we know that people are overwhelmed, but today I think it's going to help a lot of people mm. uh, because I think that what most people are feeling more than anything else is a loss of connection, especially people in ministry, which is yeah. close to both of our hearts, is, true. is you, the listener, who are in ministry. Uh, this has been a tough season to navigate through because you might not have a lot of people to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't, at least I don't feel like I can just go talk to some random right. person about what's happening in our church or what I'm experiencing or going through. And we try to protect our families as well to some degree so we don't tell them everything. You really don't want to dump on other pastors that you're serving with, uh, you know, and so having other people that you can talk to yeah. is, is real important. Uh, that's critical. Yeah. I mean, 17 years ago, when I first started out in ministry, I had a pastor tell me, you need a friend and you need a friend that's like, as you mentioned, not connected 
directly to your ministry, not 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 connected directly to your everyday life, because they can give you perspective. They can be a place, a safe place to vent, <laughs> but they can yeah. also uh, they can also just talk through ministry life mm-hmm. together. So when I was uh, when I was here at Crossroads, I had that and a friend Ryan Faison, who's up in the New Jersey area. He's a, he's an incredible college and young adult pastor there. And then when I left here to go to Elevation for a few years, you became that for me, yep. Andy, uh, where we were able to talk just about ministry and be be real and raw. And then when I came back. Um, I was able to, to reconnect again uh, back to Joel Delph, who we saw at, uh, right, at we our did. conference yep. last week. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But Joel is now that person for me, just just a great friend in ministry, but disconnected from your yeah. everyday ministry. So important because you feel alone in ministry a lot. Mm-hmm. I know, at least I know I, I know for a fact that people do. Yeah. Like you just said, we, we just had the opportunity, and this is what kind of spurred this conversation today. Uh, Ken and I went down to the ARC conference at Seacoast yep. at the time of this recording. It was last week, and it was amazing. I didn't real. I guess where I'm feeling is I didn't realize how much I needed to be around other pastors mm-hmm. until I got there. Yeah. And then once I got there, because, I mean, we've been, we're not in survival mode at Crossroads, but yeah. it's been like, I mean, it's been like, just just grip it and just rip it and just kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of just fake it to you and make it because nobody knows how to navigate through COVID. I mean, we've never done that before. Right. So literally it's been like, well, we're just going to trust in the Lord and just put our heads down and just go. But then you surface and you realize like, man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, look, we talk overwhelmed, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. Even if good things are happening, you feel. Yeah. But, but then as a senior pastor or as the cool pastors like to call them lead pastors. That's right. I, it was funny. I was talking to somebody at Seacoast. You were standing uh-huh. there, I'm like senior pastor, and there was an older guy going, "No, no, I'm a seniors pastor." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I guess I, I guess it's lead pastor." I think so I need I need to change that. I think you should officially right. change it. I'm officially changing my title to lead pastor. <laughs> no more senior pastor. So as a lead pastor, uh, you start to feel like maybe you're the only one experiencing mm-hmm. it. You really do because you know you know other churches are struggling up and down, but you don't really know. And then, of course, you always see the ones that are doing really well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the heck? Like, how are they doing that good right down the street? And and you start, so you start to feel alone. And then it makes you start to feel self-conscious about how good your leadership is and on and goes. And I didn't realize how much I needed to be around other pastors. Of, and there are some killer major churches there. Yeah. And, uh, and what I heard as a constant theme was everybody's feeling that way. Right. Everybody's feeling. Regardless of regardless size. Regardless of size. Yep. Everybody's feeling it. Everybody's feeling disconnected. Everybody's feeling a little lost. A lot of I was shocked at how many churches were at forty percent back, like right. similar to what we are. Oh yeah, um, and Again, that might be, and that might be, size. yeah, and that might be where we are. It might not even be back. It might be that's just who we are. Mm-hmm. And to hear churches like even like Saddleback, you mm-hmm. know, and and other ones we got to talk to, and Seacoast, and others that are like, no, no, we're we're like 40, 50% back, that's it. Mm-hmm. And we're still trying to figure out where the people are and we're still trying to do online and this, that. And you're like, oh, good. <laughs> I'm not alone in all that craziness. So, yeah, I think the I think one of the takeaways that I, that I got from just our, our conversations as well is like, no matter where you are in ministry, and this is hopefully encouraging, uh, even though it may sound discouraging, is like some, there's somebody else that's, worse off than you are <laughs> right like was like okay well, listen, we're having a couple conversations that, with yeah, some people and real. it's like man uh you know you may feel discouraged at 34 30 or 40 percent of people being back but we talked to a guy in europe 
who, yeah. you know, they literally, they can't sing. They're like two years away from They're being where we two, are now. Yeah, they can't sing in worship. They have about mm-hmm. 20 people. Their church was over 500 mm-hmm. before COVID. They have about 20 yeah. people that are regularly attending. Their worship leader has to sing by themselves behind a plexiglass. Yep. I mean, it's like, yep. it just gives you perspective yep. and and how yep. encouraged he was to be around other I pastors. Know. And yeah. he was like excited about sharing this stuff with us. Yeah. So you go, okay, it just gives you good perspective as well. So here's a couple of takeaways for everybody listening. One, be careful of the comparison game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Ken just said, you can always find somebody that's worse off and better off. Yep. What I came away with from our conference is uh, just be you. Yeah. I thought that was a good theme. There yeah. was a lot of themes. There were a lot of great speakers, but a couple of things that stuck out to me was was you just gotta be you. Yeah. Don't don't try to be some other church. Don't try to be better than or worse than or whatever. Just just be who God has called you and your church to be. Mm-hmm. And just be that. Mm-hmm. And and it is what it is. I think that's the other thing is um I know for me, I get pulled into conversations often about um what we had hoped things would be like right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, that was a strong message of like, listen, at some point we got to just say, this is what it is. And so stop trying to live back in pre COVID era. And yep. we have those conversations and we just stumble them. Oh, pre COVID or before COVID this or pre right. listen, it, listen, it is what it is. Like, this is where we are. And so we got to be forward looking and not look back behind and, and um, not do that. And that's so encouraging. I think, you know, hopefully our listeners, you know, you guys will be encouraged by this as well, is let's move forward. Let's stop what yep. you just said. Let's stop looking back. Let's stop saying our attendance before was this, or our ministry was this, or our budget yeah. was this. And let's say, this is, we've been in this now for almost two years, mm-hmm. and this is what it is. And uh, now you can look at things, quote unquote, if they go back. Right. No. Now you can look at things in a new perspective and say, we are growing yep. because now this is the starting point. You've got this a starting is, point. Yep. This is it. Treat everything like a church plant and say, <laughs> yeah. this is our attendance. Yep. It's 100, 200, 500, whatever it is. Yep. Now you can celebrate the growth rather than going, oh, I hope we can ever get back to what it was. Because yeah. you get stuck in that. Yep. And when, you, when you're constantly waiting for what used to be, Mm-hmm. You you could very well be missing what God's doing right now, and mm-hmm. I've fallen into that on and off, not a lot, but I, I definitely fall into well, let's not make any decisions right now because things might change, you know, or let's not let's not try to project too far in the in the future because what if right what if things come back? Well, now we're at the point of going well, we can't keep thinking that way. We eventually got to say this is who we are, and like you said, we're going to move forward and do that. But it was real encouraging to be around other pastors that that felt that way, that saw that. And it was just a reminder to me, um, and hopefully an encouragement to you, the listener, do not do this alone. As Ken said, reach out to somebody. And I'm very serious when I say this. If you feel you don't have anybody that can just walk with you, please reach out to Ken and I. And we'd be happy to either walk with you ourselves or connect you with somebody else. Uh, I was blown away about how many pastors just extended that mm-hmm. that hand to say, hey, let, let's get together. Let's talk. Let's get a little group. In fact, we talked to um, Saddleback mm-hmm. while we were there uh, through a video call. And uh, and they have a guy there on staff that his whole job is just to connect people together. Yep. And so we're we've connected. We're we're reaching out to say, hey, we we need community and we want to connect with other churches that are where we are. You know, um, whether it's with size or momentum or vision or whatever it is. 
but we can't just do it alone. And, and it all takes action steps. Like I've got a list of next steps right. basically to take to connect with different people. The, the thing that I think is difficult is actually reaching out. You know, so mm-hmm. we've, you've got to take a next step when we say, reach out to somebody or reach out to us, do it right now. That's right. Like send a direct message right now, send yep. a text message right now. Yep. And, and I do that oftentimes. I mean, even when it's praying for people on Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. yes, yep. I will take a prayer request, but I will also pray for them in the moment. That's right. I do that in the hallway all the time. Can't, you can't all rely on your brain yep. or you can't rely on, you know, the fact yep. that, oh yeah, I'll do that again later. No, just take advantage of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing that really came to me when it comes to community is um, how we are called to shepherd our community. Mm. I think that's important too. So that's right. So we need community because we are also sheep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though we're shepherds of a church, we as people are sheep of as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but uh, our sheep need community as well. That's you right. You know the the people. So I I think that when I talk to a lot of people at our church, that is the longing. The longing is community. Mm-hmm. The longing is connection. The longing is to be around people and in small groups and at homes and and it's still a little wonky like mm-hmm. it's still tough but but sometimes we get tasks in front of people mm-hmm. or the job in front of people so we got a big internal push where we're saying hey let's let's be careful that we don't get there and let's flip it back to its people first then yeah. the task because people need community yeah you know we need to be together we're all part of it we're all part of the body together i think we've defaulted in communication to what's easiest instead of what's best. So we'll default to, all right, well, yeah, um, you're looking for community. Let me send you an email or let me send you, you know, you're looking for connection. Let me email you this or let me text you that. When really meeting up with people, having phone calls with people, it's still the, it's what we were created for. You know, it's like, we've got to be, we've got to get back to when we're caring for the sheep Mm -hmm. to actually care for them. Ask them what's the best time to meet with them. Ask them what's the best way to meet with them. Is it coming to the office? Is it meeting them somewhere halfway? What is it? If we're Mm -hmm. going to be shepherds, then we've got to go to the sheep, not expecting the sheep to come to us. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know the whole thing about community. Um, just some final takeaways, right? From just being out of it. One takeaway is you probably don't realize how much you need it. Mm-hmm. So just take it from me: you need it. Yeah. Um, you've been you've been working hard, and you've been you've been exhausting a lot of hours and trying to figure it out. And you need community. Mm-hmm. So let's just we all need it. Secondly, you got to go find it. Like you just said, it's yep. more than likely it's not going to come to you. Listen, we're at we're at a fairly large church, mm-hmm. and people haven't necessarily come to me, right? <laughs> saying, "Hey, I want you to be part of our community." Yep. No, you, you because everybody everybody's feeling it, so you got to be proactive and go to it, mm-hmm. and and that's why I said going to our conference, seeing that community, and being reconnected. It's like, oh yeah, wow, I really, really, really need this. You know, um, the third takeaway: do not do ministry alone. Yeah, in any. Wherever you are and whoever you are, don't do ministry alone in any role, right? Yeah. So not just a lead pastor role, but in every role. There's always somebody that you can kind of reach out to and kind of do that. The other takeaway is maybe you need to be the person to reach out to somebody else. That's right. Yep. Um, so think about people, the churches in your city, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's one of my takeaways coming back here. We have a couple networks around us that we're, that we're part of. Locally, but honestly, because of the scheduling, I've not been to the one network mm-hmm. that I was part of for two years because 
we had our executive meeting on that day. Yep. And I just couldn't move it. And so, um, but when I was doing it, I was constantly reaching out to pastors yeah. in the area going, hey, you need to come to this, you need to come to this, you need to come to this. So uh, what about you, Ken? What are, what are a few? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think that don't look back um, mentality oh, yeah. is yep. a big takeaway um, for you to apply. And I want to encourage you guys with this as well. Um, Haggai 2.9 has been something that God has put on my heart for a few years now, honestly. And it says this, the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord. And in this place, I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. And 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 if you think of, of what God is trying to encourage the people of Israel with in that moment in Haggai, it it's you know all the miracles that Moses did. You know the 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 land of Canaan that you were in. You know you know you know the promised land. You know all of the things that I provided for you with manna from heaven and all that. But what you're going to experience will be greater than what you have experienced. Mm-hmm. And it, it he was in, he was encouraging the people of Israel to look forward and to not look back. And I want to encourage you in that same way of yeah, God has done some great things in your ministry. But let's move forward from this point, and let's see what he's going to do in the future. Yep. Yeah, that's a good word to end on. All right, everybody. Well, hey, hope this will help you. I know that it has helped us just to get away and get reconnected. And very seriously, if you're looking for a way to get connected, reach out to us or just reach out to people in your city. And listen, don't do it alone. Don't do ministry alone and uh, be part of a community. All right, with that, we'll catch you on the next episode of One Big Thought. One Big Thought.